demo. It is less than two weeks until our brand new event, the Wellness Base Camp hits Adelaide. Oh, I can't wait, MP. Oh, Damo, we can't wait to have you in Adelaide. The Brisbane Base Camp was a sellout. The feedback from attendees was inspiring. Christine said, keep up the incredible work and energy. You make me feel so, so good. And Kira said, I loved all the speakers and the vibe in the room. So many aha moments. And Lauren said, no matter how many times I hear each of these people speak, I learn new things always and have action steps to take away. Can't wait to have you there, great man. The rock star of wellness is joining Kim Morrison, JP and Andy from Smashed Avocado, Brett Hill and myself at the Wellness Base Camp Saturday, April 7th at the Arca Bar in Adelaide. 2.1 tickets available with the code COUNTDOWN at www.thewellnessbasecamp.com on Eventbrite or search for The Wellness Base Camp Adelaide on Facebook. That code again is COUNTDOWN with tickets available at thewellnessbasecamp.com on Eventbrite or by typing The Wellness Base Camp Adelaide in Facebook. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Sit back, light the fire, kick your shoes off, because it's time for That Paleo Show with your favorite caveman, Brett Hill. Welcome to That Paleo Show, making the paleo lifestyle easy and accessible for everyone. I'm Brett Hill, and this week I'm very, very excited because... In just eight days' time, the Wellness Base Camp is going to be coming to Adelaide. That's right, next Saturday, the 7th of April, the Wellness Couch is finally coming to Adelaide. I've been trying to get the boys to do this for seven years now, and we're finally coming. So as a little bit of a celebration, I thought what I would share with you guys is the talk that I did at the Wellness Base Camp in Brisbane. So Brisbane, we had a couple of extra speakers, so this was a slightly shorter talk for me. Um, I'll be doing an extended version of this in Adelaide, but also uh, joined there by Damien Christoph, by Marcus Pierce, uh, by John and Andy from Smashed Avocado Podcast. It's going to be an amazing day. So if you like this talk, if you want to hear all those other amazing speakers, oh, Kim Morrison as well, how could I forget, is also going to be there. But if you like the sound of that, then make sure you head to thewellnessbasecamp.com and use the code Dr. Brett Hill. that's D-R-B-R-E-T-T, H-I-L-L, in order to get two-for-one tickets. That's right. Head to thewellnessbasecamp.com, use the code Dr. Brett Hill, and you can get two-for-one tickets. So I'm really excited. Adelaideans, make sure you get along and support this event because I'd love for us to be able to come back again in a couple of years' time. So we really need to make sure we get around these events when they do come to Adelaide so that we can make that happen. Um, so I can't wait. I hope you guys enjoy this talk. And I'll see you on the, at the Wellness Base Camp on the 7th of April. Enjoy, guys. All right, thank you. I, I tried to pick the most ridiculous song I could think of. I, I really wanted to just pick something that everyone just went, what is he on about? What is that song all about? Um, actually, my first choice was to pick a song that kind of paid me out a little bit, but I couldn't think of a good one, so that was what I came up with instead. Um, I don't think I've got any slides. Do I need to... There we go. My talk today is going to be all about... Uh, my favourite quote, and uh, and Marcus did rightly call me simple um, because I think that we do need to keep things simple. Um, I think that when it comes to health, 98% of the results we get are from doing the simple things really, really well. Okay, and so when I first started as a chiropractor, I remember one of my mentors, uh, an elderly chiropractor, he said to me, "Do you know what doctor means?" And I went, "Not really." <laughs> and he said, "Doctor means teacher." 
He said, as a chiropractor, you're going to be a teacher. He said, so your job is to take all of the complex information that's out there and make it simple enough so that people can understand it. And I thought that makes sense. And that's what I've always tried to do, is try to take the information and make it simple so that I can pass it on to you. And so this is my favorite quote. Um, I just found out just a couple of days ago that it's actually also my mum's favorite quote, which makes sense because she lives these three things. And, uh, and she reminded me that she actually does have it hanging on her bathroom door. And I, I remembered it and I was like, you do too. Um, so we both share this favorite quote. And so I'm just gonna talk to you about these three things. <laughs> and what they mean to me. <laughs> and Joe didn't know that was coming up. And so I think in terms of health, you know, it's really important that we take health seriously, okay? And so Cindy has just come up here and given you a wealth of information about health and it's important information and it's serious information, okay? But that doesn't mean we need to be serious about it, okay? I think we live in a world where we're taking things too seriously and I think we're taking ourselves too seriously. I think the world of social media means that we care so much about how things look. We care so much about what other people are going to say. We care so much about what other people are going to do. Okay, so what I want you to do is all stand up. I want you all to turn to face that side of the room, turn to your right, face that side of the room. I want you to reach your hands forward towards the person in front of you. And I want you to tickle their ribs as hard as you can. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Do you know what I loved about that? All right, now you can sit back down again. <laughs> you know what I loved about that? You guys got so into that. And, and the bit I liked the best was the people that turned around and got them back. <laughs> like, yes, I'm into this. It's on. I'd love to see those guys in a food fight. That'd be so much fun. Um, but you know, one of the things I love about these events as well is that we have a lot of fun. You know, when it comes to these events, we get together out the back and there's Cindy there and there's Karen and there's Kim and myself and Marcus. And we have lots of in-jokes, we have lots of fun, we banter with each other. And do you know what? I think that the ability to be silly is one of the, the best things you can do in order to keep yourself youthful. In fact, I think there's really two things that help keep you youthful. One is being incredibly curious and one is being incredibly silly. I want you to think about that. How many times have you not done something because you were worried that people might think you're a bit silly? Who's done that? Yeah. Who's listened to something today where they thought, maybe I could make that change in my life, and as soon as they thought of it, they thought of someone else in their life who might think they were silly if they did it? Who did that today? Yeah. So we need to be willing to be silly, right? We need to be willing to have fun. We need to be willing to play with it, okay? And, and so let's see how that looks. And so when I start thinking about what I want to do in terms of exercise, I want to have fun. I want to play. Okay. So I play indoor cricket every Wednesday night with my mates and we have an indoor cricket team. We've been, next year will be our 20th year of playing indoor cricket together. And we have fun. Like seriously, the, it is more about the banter than it is about the indoor cricket. Like we tease each other mercilessly the entire time and we have a ball. We have an absolute ball. They're not really that into health and wellness, I've got to tell you. And, uh, and I think that I'm a bit weird and, and there's a lot of banter that goes on about what I eat and how I exercise on that cricket field. But the interesting thing about that is as, as the years go on, the questions have started to come. Many of them are doctors. And, uh, and so now as they start getting into their late 30s, they're sort of going, what do you eat? <laughs> <laughs>
how do you keep fit? <laughs> because their shapes are changing just a little bit. And so I think it's really important that we add that element of silliness, add that element of play into our movement and fitness. So people say, what exercise should I start doing? I said, what do you love? What makes you smile? What makes you happy? Do that. You know, it doesn't need to be that simple. We all know something we could do that would allow us to move a little bit more than we currently do. You know, when it comes to food, what if we made healthy food fun? You know, my kids come in and my kids will see me and we'll go into a supermarket and I'll see a bag of lollies and they'll say, can we have that bag of lollies? And I say, well, yes, you can, but you might not feel so good afterwards. But what if we went home and made those lollies? Okay. What if we went home and made some gelatin gummies? You can pick whatever fruit you want. We can put it in there. We can make it really fun. You know, and I might put that on top of a cheesecake. You know, and I'll make a, a cashew cheesecake, and we'll have lollies on top of cheesecake, and sometimes we have that for breakfast. Okay. That's a bit silly, but it's fun. All right? It's fun, and they love it. They think it's great. Sometimes we have chocolate for breakfast because we make our own chocolate, and it's full of healthy fats, and it's great. All right? So what if we just forgot about the rules a little bit? What if we sometimes had a, meal, a dinnertime meal for breakfast? Right? What if we sometimes missed breakfast and had it at lunchtime instead? Right? What if we just play around with it a little bit? And that, in terms of our mental health, I think that element of play, that element of curiosity, that element of cheekiness really resonates with us, doesn't it? Who loves being a little bit cheeky? You know, we all do, don't we? And don't we feel good? Don't you feel de-stressed when you're being a little bit cheeky? Right? Who feels a little bit less stressed and a little bit younger when Kim starts making dirty jokes? You know? It's great. I love it. Right? So I want us all to be a little bit silly, like Joe and I, and see if you can take a silly selfie before the end of the day. That'd be fun. As well as being silly though, I'd love us all to be more honest. Okay? You know, it's interesting. I, um, as a chiropractor, I have people come into my practice every week and I take history forms. And we ask them all sorts of stuff in their history forms about their previous life experiences, you know, what stresses they've got, what injuries they've got, what surgeries they've had, whether they smoke, um, what their diet's like, what sort of exercise they do. We ask all these questions. Um, and they answer all these questions, they write it down on the form, and then as soon as they come and sit in front of me, I ask them all the same questions again, <laughs> because I know that the real answer is nothing like what they just wrote down on that form, <laughs> okay? And so we lie to ourselves when it comes to our health, okay? Now, some of us lie to ourselves um, in different directions, <laughs> okay? So some of us are doing a great job in terms of our health, and we tell ourselves we're doing a crap job in terms of our health. And I reckon there's probably a fair few of those in this room, okay? Others of, us, others of us tell ourselves that we're doing a great job in terms of our health and actually we may be doing a little bit less than great and we could actually improve. Whichever side of the spectrum you're on, if you're not honest with yourself, you're not going to be able to move forwards, right? I always think of it like having a map, right? A map is great. A map is really helpful to help you get from where you are to where you'd like to be, okay? Unless, of course, you don't know where you are. Okay? Because then the map is absolutely no use whatsoever. Because if you don't know where you are on the map, it doesn't help you at all. Okay? So you need to figure out where you are on the map. Because if you're trying to move somewhere else on the map, you need to do that gradually. You need to figure out a sensible plan to get you from A to B. And if you think you're far closer to that point than you should be, then you're probably going to aim to change too much too soon. And that's probably going to be hard for you. Okay? If you think you're already there and you're not, and you're probably not going to be heaps enthused to try and make the change and make up the ground to get there. So being really honest with ourselves about where we are and where we're at is really important. So take some time to do that. You know, if you've got some notepads in front of you, start taking a bit of a check of where you're at. I want you to start thinking about that in terms of your movement. What do you actually do? You know, I ask these, you know, these forms at work and uh, you know, people say, well, I walk once a week. 
And I say, okay. So you walk once a week? Yep. Every week? Well. <laughs> you do yoga three times? Well, you know. And, and so we, we have our ideal of where we'd like to be, okay? But we're not always there. And that's okay. I really want you to understand that that's okay. Being honest is not about beating yourself up, okay? If you want to be okay with where you're at, um, you know, the work by Byron Katie is magnificent at helping you be okay with where you're at. And I highly recommend it. I know Karen loves it. And I know many of the people on the couch have, have done it and recommend it. And it's really important that you're okay with where you're at, okay? But you need to be honest with yourself about it. And that's the first step. So, you know, Kim spoke about that as being... Um, Accountability? No, self-awareness is what Kim was talking about, and it's exactly the same thing. You need to have that self-awareness in terms of what you're doing in your exercise. You need to have that self-awareness about what you're doing in terms of your food. Who's actually sat down and written out a food diary? Yeah? Who got to the end of that experience and looked back at their food diary and thought, geez, that isn't what I expected? <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting experience, isn't it? We all do it. You know, Karen spoke about truth and how you know, our idea of truth, our idea of our memories of what's happened before aren't always quite as accurate as we think they might be. And I think that happens a lot when it comes to our food. So take the time to get really honest with yourself about where you're at. Um, and obviously that honesty comes really important when you talk about uh, the mindset side of things. You know, this was a really big part of my journey. You know, I spoke about uh, in the 2016 Wellness Summit, I spoke about my journey that I'd been on um, from getting divorced and separating. And that was a massive journey for me and a big, big part of that journey. And I'm writing a book about this at the moment because it was a really big journey for me and, and I think a really important story to tell from a guy's perspective because um, I think there's a lot of us that aren't so good at talking about it, not necessarily so good at dealing with it. Um, but a big part of that was me really getting honest with myself about where I was at, about who I was, um, and that was a really big part of it, um, but also getting really honest with myself about the role and the part that I played in the breakdown of that relationship. You know, it's, it's very easy in those situations sometimes to see yourself as the victim and to blame other people and to blame things around you, but having that element of honesty to be able to say, Do you know what, that was my fault too is really important and taking ownership of your life and taking ownership of what's happened in your life is a really important part and first step to be able to then do something about it. Right? So I really encourage you to start thinking about honesty uh, and honesty is one of those words that you know we think about it and we, are, we often think about other people being honest to us or us being honest to other people but it's the honesty to yourself which is the most important thing and really everything else will flow from that. Okay. So I really encourage you to start thinking about that and start thinking about, well, if I was really honest with myself, <laughs> what would I do? What would my life look like if I was really honest with myself? What would I like to be doing? You know, isn't that an interesting question? Just ask, what would I really like to be doing? What would I like to have? What would I like to be? What would I like to do? And uh, sometimes you come up with some interesting questions, or some interesting answers, I should say, from that. And then the final part of the quote was, be kind. Um, this is my little daughter Charlotte and uh, this was her just out on the concrete out in front of our house we just gave her the crayons and let her go for it and uh, she just loves drawing she loves all the colors of the rainbow as uh, as Steffi calls them and, and shares those favorite colors and I think probably you know Charlotte and Steffi are probably two of the kindest people I know probably along with my mum who shared that quote as well and so um, you know they teach me a lot I think you learn so much about life from your kids 
you know, the kids are such amazing teachers where if you just watch them and follow them and see what they do and see how amazed they are with the world around them and the way they behave and the way they react to situations, you know, there's just such a honesty about it. Um, there is such a playfulness about it. You know, there's that real cheeky side there as well. Um, but there is such a kindness about it as well. I saw a great photo on Facebook. It's been kind of going around the other day of these two little uh, kids in primary school. And uh, they decided that they were going to both shave their heads and have the same haircut so that when they went into school, they could trick their teacher and she wouldn't be able to tell them apart. Did everyone see this picture? And so there's these two little kids, one white kid, one black kid. <laughs> and they've got in there and they've shaved their heads to trick their teacher so their teacher couldn't tell them apart. Isn't that beautiful? All right, and so kids just have this amazing kindness. And once again, when we think about kindness, we so often think about kindness towards other people or kindness that we would like to receive from other people. Okay? But really, what I want you to think about when you think about kindness is kindness towards yourself because it really all stems from kindness towards yourself. Okay? So when you are being honest, I want you to be honest in a really, really kind way. Okay? I want you to be really understanding of yourself. I want you to be really empathetic towards yourself in exactly the same way. Imagine that your absolute best friend who you love dearly was telling you that same story. And think, how would I react to that person? Okay? And then react that way to yourself. Right? If your friend was telling you your life story, I want you to think about how you would respond to that how you would empathize with that, how you would understand the situation they're in, and how you would lovingly help them see a solution and a way to move forwards from that as well. Right? Because that element of kindness, that element of self-love that, once again, Kim spoke about earlier, really is the key in terms of being able to move forward and make changes. Right? So I'm not going to share with you any nitty-gritty details today. You know, you've got plenty of those. I think Cindy just shared a you know, a bombshell of information for you that you can take on board and make changes with. But really, if, if I could take you with these three points that you could go away from here and understand that life is meant to be fun. You know, I want you to be a little bit silly. I want you to enjoy the journey because it's a beautiful journey that you're on. Okay, I want you to be really honest about it. I want you to be honest about who you are. I want you to be honest about what you're doing. I want you to be honest about where you're at and honest about making change when you want to make change and moving forwards from that. Okay. And I want you to be incredibly kind to yourself first because that will allow you to be kind to others. And I want you to be kind to yourself in terms of the way you move. Right? I want you to pick movements that you love, that make you feel happy, that energise you, that fill you with joy. Right? I want you to be kind to yourself in the way that you eat. Okay? Don't eat for someone else. Don't eat the way someone else tells you to eat. Don't eat what you think you should. Eat what you love. Okay? Eat what you love, because if you're really, really kind to yourself, you'll understand that it's not just about how you feel when you eat it. It's about how you feel later that day. It's about how you feel the next day. It's about how you feel in a week's time. And if you're really kind to yourself with your food, you will nourish yourself with beautiful food because you will know that you're worth it. Okay? And I want you to be kind to yourself in terms of your mindset. I want you to really think about the way you talk to yourself. All right? I want you to really think about how the way you understand yourself. I want you to really think about the journey that you've been on and how magnificent you are for surviving that journey in the way that you have and for being the person that you are in spite of that journey, for being a survivor, 
as Karen Smith spoke about. Okay? So I want you to be really, really kind to yourself and use that kindness to propel yourself forward on your wellness journey. And I want you to use that kindness that you've then given yourself, that you've filled your kindness tank up, you've filled your love tank up to the point where it's spilling over onto all the people around you without any effort whatsoever. Thank you. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed that talk from the Wellness Base Camp in Brisbane. As I said, don't forget that I'll be doing an extended version of that talk at the Wellness Base Camp in Adelaide on Saturday week, the 7th of April. Um, so if you want to come along and hear that and you are in Adelaide, even if you're not in Adelaide, head to thewellnessbasecamp.com and enter the code Dr. Brett Hill. That's D-R-B-R-E-T-T-H-I-L-L. 7th of April, the Wellness Base Camp, joined by... Damien Christoph, Marcus Pierce, Kim Morrison, John Pearl, Andy Wang. It's going to be an amazing day. I really hope we can see you there. Until next week, join the conversation on Facebook. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Join our newsletter list at thatpaleoshow.com and let's help grow the paleo tribe worldwide. Join us next week on That Paleo Show. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.